get ready to get sticky. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sticky Situations. I'm your host, Rachel. I, you already know my spiel. You already know me. I'm unforgettable, so obviously you remember. Um, everybody, please go follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. If your platform allows for rating and reviewing, also please leave us a five-star review. Um, five-star rating, only the best. If you have a bad rating or review, just like keep it to yourself. Like if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Mm-hmm. Unless it comes in, unless it is in terms of dating, and then we encourage you to say not nice things. But we encourage you to say them anonymously and to me while we record. So that <laughs> brings to my other point. If you would like to come be a guest on my podcast, you can, pl- you can send a DM to Shaggy Situations Pod on Instagram or send me an email at shakysituationspod at gmail.com. Everyone also remember to like Shaggy Situations page on Facebook, follow Shaggy Situations Pod on Instagram, and follow Shaggy Situations Pod on TikTok. I know I've fallen behind on the TikTok a little bit, but I'm working on it. TikTok is hard, everybody. <laughs> it's like it's like a full-time job, and I already have a full-time job, mm. and I have this podcast. So, yeah, my day job has just been a little bit hectic lately, so the TikTok has fallen to the wayside just a tiny bit. But, anyways, also, if you would like to date me or any of my single guests on this podcast, you can also send me a DM, and I will send you the applications. And, yes, I have applications. So, but serious inquiries only. I'm like, I have so many guys answering my application because I posted it somewhere. So I just like on all of my dating apps and these guys answer it and they're like going so confidently and I'll get to this later in the episode probably. They go in so confidently. They're like, oh my gosh, these are so such easy answers. But you know what? I have yet to see follow through on any of it. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and that. And like, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. I know exactly what you want, but yet no follow through. Mm-hmm. And I find that, uh, well, that's why we're here. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, everybody. <sighs> so today I have an extra special guest. So everyone give a warm welcome to my guest, Michelle. Hello. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here <clears throat> in my lovely studio. Michelle gets like the major studio we're recording in my studio aka my bedroom which is probably the biggest disaster it's been in in a long time mm-hmm. so I- i'm excited that she agreed to be here with me i'm excited to through be the here. mess yeah no you're, you're making the most of the space yeah no really i just have like a hundred things i need to return to amazon mm. um so you're that's really just getting every square footage worth your money yeah you know? so that's crowding <laughs> up my floor space right now mm. and i just have stuff that like needs to go in my closet but i can't get to my closet because of the amazon packages so that's where we're at right now guys mm. it's been a week actually it's been a few weeks it has been a few weeks it really has been it's been crazy it's been crazy what has been the craziest highlight for you um, Anything related to dating, actually, which might be a good segue? Um, This is a really good question. Actually, right now, I'm in, like, a, like, I'm a, not a slump. I don't know the word for it. Like, I don't want to say dry spell, mm. but basically a dry spell when mm-hmm. it comes to dating. Like, I'm just at a standstill. That's what I'm going to call it. We are in a transition of seasons. So, like, yeah. that makes sense. Summer's winding down. Fall is gearing up. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I've come to terms with the fact that, like, I'm going to go through my birthday single. Like, I have for 28 past birthdays. Literally the same. But it's okay, because I guess last year I had one nice birthday with a boyfriend. And mm. you know what? When's your birthday? My birthday is November 2nd. Oh, a Scorpio? Scorpio. Brilliant. I had a feeling. I def- Are you a Scorpio? No. What do you think I am? I don't know. My birthday's in two weeks. Oh, okay. Big, so, big Libra energy. Oh, that's so funny that you say that. No, Virgo. No, you're Virgo? Oh, Virgo. wait, it's only September. But I do Sorry. have a lot of Libra friends. A lot of Libra friends. So I just broke it off with the Libra. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. But not like, it wasn't a formal thing. But it was very, I don't know if it was very Libra energy. Honestly, I don't understand Libras. Oh, I just broke it off with a guy who's also a Scorpio. And I mm. had big Scorpio energy a breaking Scorpio. that one off. <laughs> um, a Scorpio broke my heart. It's like the the ma- most major heartbreak I've ever had. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Honestly, I feel like... Okay, so I'm not that big into astrology. 
but I just like looking at Scorpio stuff because, like, I am very much a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, if Do you, you know what your other two signs are? Sorry to cut yes, you off. Yes, I'm literally psycho. Tell me, so, please. So, um, I forget which one is which, but it's, it's Scorpio. I think I'm a Gemini sun <laughs> and... No, no, sun is the main sign. So it's oh, no, no, no. So I'm a Scorpio sun. I think it's a Cancer moon and Gemini rising. It's, it's mm-hmm. one or the other, but literally the three craziest signs and you're probably a gemini rising in cancer moon gemini rising cancer moon okay that that would make sense because moon is emotions rising is like the facing personality and the sun is like your general essence okay well my general essence is definitely scorpio like big (laughs) scorpio vibes um anyone do i give virgo energy oh you are you i don't really know because okay I'll tell you. I was actually talking to someone about this, or a few people about this over the weekend, because mm-hmm. we were talking. The signs came up and everything like that. I'm thinking about this meme that I saw about astrology. Sorry, keep going. And I was like, I really only know the signs of like my own sign mm. and of anyone I dated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like anyone who I like actually dated and like asked my like former work bestie because mm-hmm. um, she's really into that. We're still friends, just my from my old job. Mm-hmm. So, I'll well, that's one of the reasons I got into it though. I wanted to see like if there were patterns of people I was meeting. So, what signs do you typically run into? So, honestly, I've dated a few Aries guys and it just like doesn't work well <laughs> at all. Yeah, my best friend's an Aries. I don't know if I could date her ever. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like my ex is an Aries and I could see why like I don't know. We did work in some capacities but i'm like okay i can see where this doesn't align and then a different guy i didn't really date him it was a weird story i told this story on a previous episode he was Mm -hmm. an aries um there were actually a few like i had a few weird things Mm. with guys who were aries Mm -hmm. um i dated a guy who was an aquarius and then i was obsessed with a different guy who was an aquarius Mm. they were very different though like the guy i actually dated was kind of like on the cusp of um also the moon and rising signs are really important and arguably in my opinion more important than the sun sign yeah so like he was on the cusp of capricorn and i actually i think capricorn and scorpio get along um because his birthday was right after the switch from capricorn to aquarius Mm -hmm. actually they both were i don't know one was way more aquarius energy and like not good (laughs) but honestly i don't know what signs i'm compatible with i have to ask my friend again but I don't know. I was kind of excited at the. Pro- I was kind of excited at the prospects of dating another Scorpio because I get along very well with other Scorpios. Like mm. my three I feel that way about Virgos. My my three best friends growing up, we we're all Scorpios, and then here, like I just like gravitate towards people who are also Scorpios, mm. and then I find out they're Scorpios, and I'm like, that's why we get along. So like some of my very good friends here are Scorpios. Um, I don't know. I just. A lot of the people on my close friends list just happen to be born in November. Yeah. Or end of October. But... That's the 11th month. All right. February yeah. was like a strong time. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. But this... I'll, I'll tell the story later about the Scorpio guy. It wasn't anything that exciting. It, like, really wasn't that big of a thing. Mm. But I literally just texted him today and it was big Scorpio energy in my text. So, but anyway. Did he respond? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so before we get too much into this astrology stuff, Mm -hmm. um, Michelle, can you just tell my listeners some basic information about Mm -hmm. you? Can you tell them, um, your age, your location and your relationship status? Yes. I am about to be 25. I am living in New York city and I am currently single, chronically single. One might say I'm chronically single too. Yeah. I've had relationships. Yeah. I've been in the game. But it's been some time. I think Yeah. I think God has a plan or whatever forces in the world exist, they have a plan and they're really not cluing me in. Okay. Like I hear that. Sometimes I'm like, okay, there's a plan. Like there's something <laughs> bigger out there waiting for me, which yeah. is why nothing has worked out before. And then other times I'm just like, There's nobody. Yeah. I'm gonna die alone. This is the end. I will say that I do feel like I'm getting closer with all my efforts of dating that, you know, happen and then sink and then like get destroyed i i think i think i'm getting closer i think the caliber of man that i'm attracting is is increasing in quality over time do you feel that way too no 
<laughs> because I felt that way for a little while, and then I went back to dating trash. Like, just a tra- Not dating. Attracting trash. Okay, wait. Some p- people in the world have to take out the trash sometimes. Like, we all have to take our turns. So yeah. Don't feel too bad about that. I've been there, done that. Since I've had, like, but yeah. the good... I, so, okay, so my relationships have been, like, with very good guys. Mm. They like just, good heart. They just didn't work out for other reasons. And I have gone out on dates with other very good guys. But that just makes it so much worse. And I have no patience to tolerate anything but the best. Mm-hmm. So, like, this guy who I ended things with today. How long like, had you been seeing him? Oh, we didn't. We weren't actually seeing each other. I'm telling you. I'll just tell the story real quick because it was like nothing. But it just goes with my trilogy of the summer. Mm. I had a June, I had a, a July, and now <laughs> I have an August. Because I told these stories, and they're all guys with animals. And pets. I, yes, I'm just done with guys with pets. I'm going to say something that is very, going to be very controversial, and I might get hate for it. I don't want a guy who loves animals. Mm-hmm. I don't love animals. I tolerate them. I don't mind other people's animals. But I'm tired of these guys with pets because they just do me wrong. Hmm. And it's the same story for each one of them. Wait, really? Like, it's literally an identical Hmm. story. So, I told the story of dog guy and horse guy. I'm pretty sure. um, Wait, one of the dudes had a horse? Yeah, he had a horse. He didn't live in New York. Okay, so the common denominator in all of these. Something was weird with my algorithm. Or maybe they super swipe me or something. I don't know how I matched with any of these guys. Mm -hmm. All three. I have no idea. One was in Florida, one was in Atlanta, and one's in Chicago. All like, from New York City you matched with them? Yeah. And I didn't send my location distance, like, so far. Like, and two were on J-Swipe, one was on Hinge. Maybe they were visiting New York City, were they? Maybe. I don't know. I think this last guy, like, just set his location in New York City and then swiped me. And I'm like, okay, but, like, you're not here. So That's weird. The, the other two guys, just to, like, paraphrase, because I already said the stories. So, dog guy was like we were talking for like a few weeks he's like okay he booked a flight to come and see me oh my god booked a flight we facetimed we talked to the phone we texted he had a flight booked that's crazy he had a flight booked this was in june he had a flight booked the day two days before his flight he texts me and he's like hey my dog needs emergency surgery i have to postpone my trip okay and then proceeds to like ghost me and then I called him out for ghosting me. And? Because, like, I tried to give him, like, compassion for the dog and some space. But then he was literally, like, ghosting me. And he's, like, apologizing. And he's, like, all this and that. And then, like, he didn't seem like a good guy. So, at the end of it, I was, like, okay, listen. Get your stuff together. You got a lo- you got too much going on. Yeah. In a few months, if you got your stuff together, you can reach back out. Which I haven't heard from him. So, and I don't think I ever will. But whatever. That was dog guy. Horse guy was July. Mm, same story? Sim, uh, no, not exact same. Horse guy, we had... the Horse guy was more fleeting, I think. It was a very much shorter time. Dog guy was over the course of a few weeks. Horse guy was like three days. So we, we start talking, and then we have like a four-hour FaceTime. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm going to be in New York for work in like two weeks. He's like, Let, I'm going to take you out. What should we do on our date? Literally sitting on FaceTime planning our date. That's cute. Like, sitting on FaceTime, planning our date. I'm like, cute, okay, he's going to come. He wasn't coming just for me. He was coming for work. Literally, the next day. Well, okay, so this was Thursday night. Friday, He he's like, oh, I just wanted... He, he's like, do you have, like, five minutes before Shabbos started? He's like, I ended work late, but I want to talk to you before Shabbos. So he, like, called me on video chat for, like, five minutes just to talk to me before Shabbos. That's cute. Saturday night, nothing. Sunday, he sends me a text. He's like, yeah, I just don't think this is going to work out. This isn't, like whatever and i'm like what the heck yeah like especially after you like i don't know at least you're coming to new york meet me in person yeah but yeah okay so that was horse guy so he never came through you never met him never met him damn never came through damn um although he did come up on my j swipe like last week which means he was in new york so i'm like eh, whatever hmm. whatever horse guy done okay then now is cat guy 
hate cat guys. I, <laughs> I hate cats. Honestly, I just don't like guys who are obsessed with animals. Mm. Like, I see these guys on JSWipe. They're like, must love dogs. I'm like, nope, not me. Mm. Like, listen, I don't hate animals. I just don't want one. And like... Yeah, if you're putting it in your profile, that means it's important to your personality. Yeah, I don't want one. Ever. Mm. Ever, ever, never, never, never. Like, it's not, like, 100% a deal breaker, but it's a conversation. Yeah. Like, if you already have one, like, okay, I could wait for it to die, and then we are never getting a new pet. But, like, if I it's just, like... I would just not date a pet person at that point, because if they've gone through the effort to get themselves a pet person... Only if he's perfect. <laughs> only if he's perfect no in perfect. every other capacity. Only if he's, like, everything I'm looking for in every other capacity, aside from the fact that he has a pet. Mm. Okay, so then this guy, cat guy, matches with me on, on a, an app, we had a few phone calls. Then he's like, okay, we have to have a... He's like, he's like, oh, my work is relocating me to New York. Mm. And I'm like, cool. When? He's like, in the next few months, um, my work wants me to relocate to New York. Mm. So I was like, cool stuff, man. So we were, like, talking. And then he's like, okay. But he's like, I think I could get them to, like, pay for a work trip to come to New York and I'll come see you. Mm. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So then he's like, okay. Why such extravagant measures? I don't know. You got to date someone local. Yeah. Well, this wasn't on purpose. Mm. I thought all these guys were local until they're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not in New York. And I'm like, so how did you come up on my thing? Mm. But, okay, so then he was like, so we talked on the phone a couple times. And then he wanted to have a FaceTime. So we have a FaceTime. Okay. I have never felt more disrespected on a FaceTime ever because I could see he was wearing glasses. I could see him scrolling on his phone the whole FaceTime through the reflection in his glasses. And, like, I set aside my night, like, that time of my night mm. to have a FaceTime with him. Did you end it? Oh, my God. I and then, it. Well, wait. So then he, like, ended the call after, like... It was, like, maybe a little over half an hour, maybe 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was, like, okay. I was a little taken aback. And then he never, like, followed up afterwards. Meanwhile, like, all of these guys took my survey. And the survey says, like, oh, you follow, like, what do you do after you talk to a girl or go on a date? And it's, like, one of the answers is follow up whether I'm interested or not. And they all, and they all say yes. And they all go on and on about how they can't believe these guys are so terrible, yet they are all so terrible. You should tell them that. You should send a screenshot of their results and then send it to them. Yeah. Like, no, he, like, they answer what they say. They answer the right thing, but then yeah. in practice, they don't do it. It's a misalignment of action. So I've had a lot of that. After almost a week, this morning, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, God. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to Scorpio him. I'm going to go Scorpio on him. Okay, what'd you do? So I sent him a message, and I actually added it to the TikTok. Should I read it to you guys? Because it's literally just definition of me being crazy. Okay, I'll just I'll just say what I told him, because it was pretty concise. I was proud of myself. Like, it was mean, and it was, like, to the point. But I was like, hey, it was nice speaking to you, but this just isn't what I'm looking for. I'm not really into guys who don't reach out or follow up or who disrespect me by scrolling on their phones. The whole time we're on video call. Best mm -hmm. of luck with everything. Did he respond? Yeah, he's like, he's like, I totally get that. While disrespect wasn't my intent, I'm realizing I'm not there yet for something so long distance. Best of luck with everything, and I apologize for my behavior. He's the one who initiated this. Yeah. He's the one who sent his location to New York to meet girls in New York. That's crazy. Who, like, wanted... Who literally was like, I'm, I'm going to book a flight. Like, tell me when I'm coming to New York. Like, when are you around? When are you available? Like, don't... Guys, don't just say things we want to hear. Actually, like, if you're not going to do it, then don't say it. Literally, there's no follow-through here. No follow-through. on, definitely. Yeah, I mean, this one, it was like, whatever. I wasn't, like... After Dog Guy and Horse Guy, I was very skeptical anyways. So I'm like, eh, whatever. This isn't going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I was right. And I was mm -hmm. right to be skeptical. And it wasn't a thing. But, okay, so that's my story of the day. Mm -hmm. Do you want to start with your stories? Sure. So when was that, though? The most recent one? Literally today. Oh, that you sent that Scorpio text today? Yes. My goodness. My goodness. Okay, so I was going through my... I actually don't have the craziest, like, dates themselves stories. But most recently, I had some wacky situations. Okay, the one that I thought of, actually, was this guy I actually ended things with recently. Um, we met in, like, November. We okay. matched in November. Okay, this is actually a story. It was a wild start. 
we watched we matched in November and I was still living at home at the time I hadn't I signed at least for December so I didn't move into the city until December so we didn't meet up until December oh, wow. actually we didn't even meet up until January because he kept going away back to California for things so we had first a oh he lives in California <laughs> but he lived sorry he's from California but he lives here so he kept going back and forth so we had one date a very normal platonic lovely brunch date it was a great time we didn't hug or kiss or anything he just like walked me to the subway i think maybe we hugged and then we parted ways and it was fine and i thought okay that was like a nice date but like just nice i wasn't like wow can't wait to see you again the banter wasn't crazy i was like you're cute and i could see this through and you're jewish <laughs> so then i didn't hear from him for a few weeks and i didn't think about anything of it honestly i was i'm a little bit distracted myself sometimes and i was really busy i don't know if a guy if i don't hear from a guy within 48 hours like he's done he's dead to me yeah if you like don't text annoying. me if you don't text me within 48 hours usually 24 hours but you know what crazy situations come up and i understand but yeah. if he doesn't send a message within 48 hours i'm done like it's over in my mind i hear that it's over in my mind i don't i used to feel the need to be like to follow up but i don't know lately i was like wow it's just not worth my energy and yeah, it depends what side of the bed I wake up on. Yeah, today I woke up. Who paid for the date? Today I woke up and chose violence. <laughs> so that's what I did. I needed something to take my anger out on. Also, I just like don't like these guys getting away with the stuff. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, me either. Like, stop honestly. BSing me. So I, I wasn't expecting to hear from him at all. I think maybe we shared like a few texts after afterwards, but it kind of fizzled out. And then I heard from him out of nowhere. He was like, "Hey, I thought our last like date was great. Do you want to do it again?" And I was like what but i had another thing going on with another person that i really needed to get out of and i really needed something to take my mind off of it so i was like you know what yeah we hadn't even kissed or anything so i was like worst case scenario i get a good free lunch so we got lunch again and it was like nice fun the banter improved a little bit and then once again like we're parting ways and like he puts his mask on so i guess i put my mask on because it was like hard to pandemic a little bit and we just we hug goodbye and that's it and then another few weeks pass and i'm like okay I don't know maybe this guy thinks we're just having great platonic dates you know so we have i there was definitely one other date in the middle i just can't remember what it was but then comes around the, another platonic date where there was no touching whatsoever okay or like not even hand holding honestly and also the reason i matched with him to begin with is because i found someone in his picture on his profile that i thought i recognized like that was my main impetus for matching other than the fact that i thought he was cute but i didn't think his answers were terribly astonishing yeah like literally are you on hinge yeah Okay, literally one of the prompts that he had was, like, you know, the most irrational fear? Yeah. It was giant wave washing away the entire city. What kind of stupid tsunami is that? Right? Like, what? There's going to be tsunami in the East River? Literally. Or in the Hudson? You know what he has also he said? What he orders for the table? Olives. What? Ew. Who orders olives? Yeah, what? Ew. What if you're not at a Mediterranean restaurant? It was just, it was like, are you trying to be funny or are you trying to be serious? I couldn't tell. But he was cute and I knew a guy in the picture and I didn't feel like it was weird to make a match, so I did. Anyway, fourth date comes around, okay? And at this point, I'm like really questioning whether or not, like, he's seeing me romantically or if he thinks like, we're just having Like, how long was fun. it, how much time was in between? It, I, between the third and fourth, maybe there were like a week, two weeks. I have to check, honestly. I really should have checked the timeline before Did, I came Was there here. texting in between? very minimal but here's the thing just remember like this was i had just moved into my new apartment i was so preoccupied with so many other things i was just happy to have some like something getting me out of the house that wasn't a terrible experience and that was free lunch <laughs> okay and i didn't mind I getting to know a person i was just really finding my footing okay uh but i definitely also did make it abundantly clear after like our third date i think that like i was looking for something like that had some kind of intention to it yeah um and he was like okay and then he told me he was still getting over his girlfriend of from high school girlfriend of three years and i was like okay that's very interesting i'm just we're not going to talk about that so <laughs> we had a fourth date he invites me to a speakeasy a speakeasy is an evening activity you dress up in date attire and you get fancy and it's like a sexy vibe right yeah so i'm wearing a dress i'm like this is a date hands down this has to be a date and he thinks it's a date and hopefully he kisses me at the end Okay, an hour before I go to this date to go meet him at the speakeasy, by the way, it's called Rain's Law Room, and it's amazing, and I highly recommend it. It's in Chelsea. I go there, and I so an hour before I'm supposed to meet him at this bar, he texts me, and he says, hey, my friend from out of town is visiting. Is it cool if he joins us for a drink? That's weird. I was like, excuse me, sir? I didn't say that. I said, sure, why not? I trust you have good friends. I assumed he would leave, and it would literally just be one drink, okay? I go down, I meet him. We start at one bar before the speakeasy 
And I meet him, we have a drink, and I assume, like, okay, this is, like, the pregame that he's going to leave, and then me and, like, the dude are going to go to the bar and have a date. And then he comes with us to the speakeasy, and they sit us at a three-top table, and we're, like, talking, and, and granted, it wasn't bad conversation. His friend is cool. We talked about books. Like, it was a nice time. It was great. But then eventually, finally, it's, like, 11 p.m., and he's, like, all right, like, I'm going to head out. And we're, like, okay, great. Nice to see you. This guy leaves. And then I look at my date, and I'm, like, this is a date, right? And he laughs and he's like, yes, this is a date. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't think he would stay so long. This is so weird. And then the waiter comes over and I'm like, can we, can we move to a two table, please? <laughs> and then he moves us to a two table. And then we sit down and I'm like, thank you for confirming this is a date. Now I'm just curious. Like, why haven't we kissed or anything yet? Like, I'm just curious. Are you just taking it slow? And he was like, yeah, basically I'm just slow to open up. And then he kissed me that night and we had a great time. That was the first time I ever rode in a Tesla, actually. Oh, wow. Because he took a lift back to my apartment. I could not stop staring at the, like, the ceiling because it's all glass. It's amazing. Have you ever been in a Tesla? Like, once. Yeah, me too, once, and that was the one time. (laughs) It was amazing. Um, But, yeah, so then that went on for pretty much eight months until this past Sunday when I was like, hey, this is not working. Basically, he was just not available. But he made it a clear... He did tell me that he wasn't into me. And I kept it up because it was... He was otherwise very nice to me. Oh, my God. This sounds horrible. Let me explain. I just had had just experienced a series of like really shitty men just like a bunch of people just like being awful and i was just like so done so to have someone who was like generous always willing to pay and like i guess a little bit people pleasery yeah not gonna lie and like he was consistent that was my main thing too every week or so every other week or so he would reach out and ask to hang out so it was like it it, i don't know like that's where like all people's trauma comes from you know like the highs and lows of dating and the whole no, like, but I'm saying every week and a half. Yeah, you dated it, him for eight months. No, we didn't date. I would not call him my boyfriend in any capacity. I would say he was an extended friend with benefits. Okay. But I just have found my heart wanting more lately. So I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. Obviously, it was a lot more traumatic than that in my actual heart. But like that was the was what the outcome was. Okay, because I was going to say. <laughs> but I thought it was insane that he invited his friend to our fourth date, which is the main reason I brought it up. <laughs> no, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But fine. I'm curious if you've ever had a meet cute because I very recently had a real life met someone in real life kind of thing who's actually I mean I, I'm like not really so observant anymore so I'm not really part of the orthodox community as much anymore so I'm not dating those type of men is what I mean uh, but I did meet someone randomly on the train and it was like a crazy experience like so randomly out of nowhere have you ever met someone in real life randomly anyone that you then like sparked a friendship or a connection with oh yeah yeah I mean romantic no weird crushes yeah really? of course like i've had a few guys that like i met them in the wild mm. and i'm like wow if we got married like this would be such a cute story to tell our children mm-hmm. but like it didn't work out with any of them slash none of them wanted to date me and that's okay that's okay um i have like interesting like friend meet cutes but not with the guys all girls i don't know like one of my like good friends here um i'm giving her a shout out literally our meet cute was i i was new to the neighborhood and somebody i was hanging out with a couple other people and one of them was like oh i got invited to this party do you want to come with me Mm. so i'm like sure like i'm still meeting people like i'll Mm. come to the party with you and i get to the party and the guy lives in a walk-up and the um the steps were very steep and my dress was very short (laughs) so i was (laughs) randomly as we were walking in i see this other girl who i knew and she was with a group of other girls Mm. so i was like i was like towards the front so i just called behind i'm like sorry if i flash anyone like enjoy the view Mm -hmm. i was wearing underwear yeah it's fine and this one girl comes up to me she's like i got you and she just shields me as i walk up the stairs and then like fast forward this was almost fast forward almost a year Mm. or like maybe 10 months She's, like, one of my very good friends here. That's amazing. And I'm, like, that that's our, like, friendship story. But, no, so I haven't, beautiful. like, met a guy where it's been a meet cute. Not mm. yet. Um, Like, I've met guys that I've been interested in. Yeah. Like, I have, like, funny stories of, like, how mm-hmm. I meet guys. It's just, like, none of them ever want to date me. So, I'm, mm-hmm. like, okay, scratch that meet cute. Yeah. No, I totally get that. I totally get that. This one, not being Jewish, I could not date. But... It was just a hysterical thing to happen. I was like on my way to work, like freaking nine in the morning on the train, <laughs> on the train. And 
um, this guy was sitting there wearing a hat that said Yella. So I was like, oh, clearly we speak the same language. And I said, nice hat. And then he had headphones and I had headphones in, so he took his headphones out and I took my headphones out and I repeated. I was like, nice hat. And then he was like, oh, thanks. It's like, what was my attire? I'm a line cook, or I was a line cook rather, at this like Israeli Middle Eastern, rest like Mediterranean restaurant um, somewhere downtown. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so funny. So you're Jewish. And he was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and I was like, hey, how does a non-Jewish guy end up at, as a line cook at an Israeli restaurant? And it's actually nothing special of a story. He's just from Wisconsin and landed in New York City and found a job as a line cook. But we start talking. We literally transfer to the, to the next train together, like me still en route work. And we're still mm -hmm. talking. And randomly he was like, do you like chocolate? No, he said, do you like Puerto Rican chocolate? And I was like, yeah, I, I like don't discriminate based on where the chocolate's from oh, <laughs> I'll eat all chocolate and he was like okay because my Israeli boss gave me this like 55% like cacao and it's like not high enough percentage for me so if you like it you can have it and he was like I realize that sounds really pretentious but I'm just I'm not gonna eat the chocolate so I was like that's hysterically pretentious so I tried the chocolate right then and there on the train I got a lot of shit for it from my friends they're like why are you eating food from a stranger on the train and I was like okay yes he's a stranger on the train also he's young he was in his 20s also, it's nine in the morning. What's he going to do? Knock me out and like rape me then and there? Like it's like nothing bad could happen. I was literally on my way to work. So I did it. I ate the chocolate. I was like, this is good chocolate. And he was like, okay, great. And then we got to my stop and I had to get off. And he was like, well, just so you know, I no longer am a line cook at this restaurant. I now like am the events guy. So if you go to like this restaurant name's website and you look up the events email, you can email me there and then like we could talk again. And I was like, wow. Okay. Thank you. That's specific. Very specific. You could have just asked for your number. Right? Yeah. If he was able to memorize numbers that quickly. He was literally like, doors open. Like, you know, you have like 30 seconds yeah. to get out of there. I actually, I have a funny meet-cute story. But I, I let's take a break and hear a word from our sponsors. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, I'll come back. Because actually this story came up like last weekend. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, this is actually cute. Nothing came to fruition from mm -hmm. it. But like, yeah, no, same. No, no, no. But like, it's, it's a cute story. So yeah. we'll be right back. And then I'll tell us. Here on Sticky Situations, we tend to focus on bad dating stories. But sometimes dates do go well and lead to proposals and weddings. Who would have thought? And what do all of those require, you might be asking? Well, the answer is flowers. Who doesn't want flowers from someone they've been seeing? Don't forget, flower petals and bouquets needed for proposals. And that's even before all the flowers that go into weddings. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Primrose Flower Shop. In my opinion, Primrose is the coolest flower shop around and has the best customer service to fulfill all of your floral needs. Primrose offers a range of services from your basic bouquets to subscription services where you can get flowers delivered once a week. They deliver all over the tri-state area, including Manhattan. Primrose does weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, and other simchas. I've personally been to a wedding where Primrose did the flowers, and the work they did was beyond gorgeous. Primrose additionally offers in-store proposals, including a romantic setup with candles and music. Primrose is located at 2922 Avenue M in Brooklyn, and the phone number is 929-376-9815. You can also follow Primrose on Instagram at PrimroseNY. So, if you can't get someone out of your head, buy them some flowers from Primrose. They'll either love it or they'll find you really creepy. But regardless, the flowers will be out of this world. As listeners of Sticky Situations, we know you love hearing people's best dating stories. Now you can hear dating stories in real time through Date in a Blink, a podcast that lets you eavesdrop on people's first dates. The conversations range from goofy and hilarious to deep and vulnerable to sweet and awkward AF. Can you predict which couples match and which don't? Check it out and see how good your guessing skills are. Okay, so I'll tell my story quickly and then we can get back to your stories. Mm -hmm. So this, I, f I completely forgot about this story. Like totally, totally forgot until somehow it came up at one of my Shabbat meals a few weeks ago. And I'm like, wait, I have a story. That's so Like funny. my story. So this took place before COVID. So this is December 2019. December 2019. Think back to December 2019. Oh, right so, before pandemic. Like literally right before the pandemic. Yeah. Okay, so here's my story. So I was spending Shabbat at my friend Stacy's apartment in a different neighborhood. There was a whole group of friends. And 
after Shabbat, we were going to go out. We were going to go get pizza and then maybe drinks. We dragged our other friend with us. We were a whole crew. And then my friend Kevin texted me that he was also in the neighborhood with some of his friends. And he he's like, come meet up with us. He's like, I'm with my friends. You're with your friends. Come meet up. And we'll hang out. And then he's like, eventually we'll go back together. Because he lived in my neighborhood at the time. So I was like, okay, I have a travel buddy to go back with, even though I was going to take an Uber, like, whatever. But I'm like, eh, whatever, I have someone else to go back with. So we go meet up with Kevin and his friends, and Kevin and Stacy start hitting it off. And I'm like, okay. So Kevin pulls me aside, and he's like, hey, do you care if, like, anything happens between me and Stacy? And I'm like, as long as she's cool with it, like, mm-hmm. go on your merry way. I don't care. So Kevin and Stacy leave us, and then... Kevin's other Kevin was with two friends so Kevin was with one of his one of Kevin's friends left and then his only friend left well we're gonna call him Nick mm-hmm. Nick was still there with my whole group of friends and you and me mm-hmm. and I'm like great Kevin left his friend with us so now I have to entertain Nick mm-hmm. or we had to entertain Nick which was fine like he seemed like a chill dude so we were just like talking and chilling and he was actually really interesting I honestly don't remember this conversation because this Mm -hmm. was like almost three years ago Mm -hmm. but so at some point Nick and I just start talking the two of us and I get up to go to the bathroom and my other friend follows me and she's like he's into you and I'm like really and she's like yeah he's into you I'm like cool So I go back and the group decides that even though we weren't going to make it the 20 blocks to pizza because it was zero degrees outside, they still wanted food. So there was another restaurant along the way that was only a few blocks down. So we decide to walk to that restaurant. So the group goes ahead and I'm walking with Nick at the tail end. We're still talking and we're like, we're waiting. We get into the restaurant. They're about to close, but the kitchen's still open. So a different friend who was with us was like, oh, my apartment's over here. Let's go up to my apartment. We pick up another group of people. Like, so now we're like a group of like 10 or 15 people. And we go up to this other friend's apartment. And I'm just talking to Nick this whole time. Like, the the guy's apartment has like a few couches. And me and Nick are in the corner on a different couch. Just like hardcore chilling. Like, just talking about life. Like, I honestly don't know what we were talking about. And then at some point, my other friend comes up. And she's like, so when are you going to ask her on a date? And I'm like be cool be cool um so then we were ready to go home and i'm like okay let's go let's go get kevin i'm ready to go home it's getting late we have to like travel back to my my apartment like meaning i have to travel back to my apartment i had to go to stacy's apartment grab my stuff yeah so i'm like i'll pick up kevin along the way drag him in the uber with me and it's fine no we're good okay drag him in the uber with me and after Kevin left us, Nick was like, oh, yeah, I live, like, a little bit further past you. Like, I'll make sure you get home okay. We could share an Uber. Like, it could just make two stops. Um, he didn't live in my neighborhood. He lived in a neighborhood that was, like, the same direction but further. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. But he, it was more like he was like, yeah, don't worry. Like, you won't be alone. Because I was just like, I don't love going back by myself late at night, even mm-hmm. if it's in an Uber. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah, I'll go with you. It's fine. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Like, it's sweet that he wants to protect me. But also, like, I'm going to pick up Kevin somewhere along the way. Like, I'm going to drag him back to where we live. Um, Because you live in the same place as Kevin. Yeah, he was a few blocks away from me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to drag Kevin in the Uber with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw him out at his stop and, like, go to my apartment. So, we go back. So, he's like, we're gathering the troops. And they're, like, (laughs) taking a while. He's like, do you want to go downstairs and wait for them? I'm like, oh, okay. So, at this point, like, we had been talking for hours. Yeah. Um, This story I just shortened because I also don't remember all the details. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, so this is where he's going to make a move. Because he's been, like, we've been vibing all night. Like, this is where he's going to make a move. So, we go downstairs. It's a whole load of nothing. No moves. He doesn't try to touch me whatsoever. Like, we had a solid, like, five to ten minutes before the rest of them were coming. I was like, he didn't even ask for my phone number. I'm like, what is this? I was very confused. But fine. So the rest of the group came. We went back to Stacey's apartment. We got Kevin. We got my stuff. He carried, Nick carried my stuff all the way down. Like, he carried my stuff out of her apartment into the Uber. 
he put it in the back. He even wanted, he, he made Kevin sit in the front seat of the Uber so he could sit in the back seat with me. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. But then still nothing. Wow. Didn't ask for my number. And even like, I, like, there was like a flirtatious joking at some point of the night where I was like, oh, like, if you do this, like, maybe I'll like give you my phone number. Mm. Um, and so after this night, so then fine, we get in the Uber, Kevin gets off at his stop, I get off at my stop, and then Nick gets goes to takes the uber back to his apartment Mm -hmm. so the next it was even the next day or like later that week i'm hanging out with kevin i'm like kevin i have to tell you everything that happened while you were gone and i told him and he's like oh my gosh he's so socially awkward i'm gonna make this happen also meanwhile like i have to say this guy i was 26 at the time Mm -hmm. this guy was on winter break from undergrad and he was literally 22 and I'm like, okay, so this isn't going to work long term. But you know what? It could be fun for now. This could be fun. Like, he's here for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need someone. I need, like, a fun, like, situation, like, flirtation, whatever it's going to be. Like, I'm, I'm just a little bit heartache right now. Oh, I told him about, I told Nick about my heartache. And he's like, he's like, no, you deserve so much better. Like, you're so great. Like, like boosting me up like saying all this stuff he's Mm. like i don't know how he this guy wouldn't want you like all of this stuff so i'm like what so i was like okay this could be just a little fun for fun flirtation Mm -hmm. until like mid-january to like get me through like hopefully it'll just like take me past this heartache season and then like you know what if he goes back to school he goes back to school and then I'm sure he's coming back for the summer. Like if it's if it's meant to be, it'll be. Yeah. But like for now, I was just looking for like a little fun, a little fun flirtation. Mm-hmm. So Kevin, like he he texts he texts Nick, and he gives him my number. So then Nick and I are texting for like maybe a week or two, trying to make plans to meet up again, and it just never happens. So finally, one night. Kevin's like, I'm going out with Nick again tonight. I happen to have a party not too far from where they were. Like, it was at a different bar, mm. but in the same neighborhood. I'm like, okay, here's the plan, Kevin. After my party's over, I'm going to come meet you guys. And, like, I had told Nick the plan. I was like, because also this wasn't like, it's not like I needed him to, like, be my boyfriend or anything or, like, pursue me heavily. I just wanted something, like, light and fun to take my mind off of my heartache. Yeah. So, I was like, okay. So, I didn't put too much, like, pressure on him to, like, take me on a real date. But it's like, I just want to hang out with him again. Yeah. Like, nothing crazy. No expectations. Just, like, we had a nice time hanging out before. Like, talking. Whatever. Yeah. Seeing where things could go. The train like, guy for me was also 22. Granted. Oh. Granted, I'm only. A couple years older. 25. Yeah. But, wait. So, 22 is after college, though. No, I think he had just turned 22, um, but he was in his, like, last year of college. Like, about to start senior year? No, it was winter break. So, about to finish senior year? Yeah. Okay. Still a very traditional time. Or it was, like, a fifth year of school. I I don't really remember. Yeah, normally I don't either, but, like, we... They're they're in such a transition period that they they just don't care. I met him when, like, I didn't know his age when I met him. He was just this cute guy. Also, like... He was a foot taller than me Mm -hmm. and, like, definitely was built like he could protect me. And I'm into that. So, like, and I look like I'm 21, 22. Like, I I can pass for a lot younger than I am. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, yeah, so he, he, I was like, okay. And I told Nick, I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, in the area. Like, maybe I'll come try to stop by afterwards. Like, my friends and I, like, a couple of my friends were going to come with me. And then some point during the night he texts me he's like hey so i'm really like not feeling good and like he went home and then i didn't meet up with him and that was the end of our story damn yeah so then i was like then i met this guy at my shabbat meal and somehow it came up i was like wait i know that guy and i'm like him and then i told the story of nick and he's like oh my gosh that's so funny um, I'll have to ask him if he remembers. Because, of course, I remember every detail. Well, not every single detail, but I remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, my gosh. 
this is this is our second chance meanwhile i'm not friends with kevin anymore that's a whole different story in itself Mm. i'm no longer friends with kevin but i was like oh maybe nick and i were meant to be maybe (laughs) something will happen i didn't actually think this but in my head i was like oh maybe that'd be so funny if he actually remembered like i wonder like what if like what if he remembers what if like but he he's not in new york city where is he's he? like i don't even know he's in grad school somewhere mm. and i'm like grad school mm. that's like past the stage of my life <laughs> but anyway so then i i ran into the kid the weekend after which happened to be last week i guess so this was two weeks ago and he was like yeah he said he vaguely remembers so that's the end of the next story but listen if it's meant to be it'll be at some point i just don't think it's meant to be but that's my yeah. that would have been a cute like a really good meet cute like like this is how we met totally. this was our weird night together that some people are really just not meant to be like the guy I recently broke things off with it's just it's sad it's like oh my god do you want to hear something so funny though yeah when we were, I was talking to him about it I was like I was like being Scorpio energy as you might say and I was like honestly I'm a little shocked that these are your responses because like I just thought you were a lot more like emotionally immature than that because I thought, because like you're so much older than me, and he was like, Michelle, so much older than you. I'm 25, turning 26. I'm like, oh wow, you really are only a year older than me. So like, yeah, people, men especially, really don't know what they're doing out there. No, none of these guys know what they're doing, and like, it's very yeah. rare to meet a guy who does know what he's doing. It is very rare. I only re- honestly, train guy who I was talking about earlier, I would say is hands down the most emotionally mature man I've ever met. Like, really? I think there's one other. Who happens to be, you know, like an orthodox person who, you know, it's a great, it's a great person. But I, I would say the large majority of men I met are like, even the ones that are trying. Yeah. There's like, there, there, there's something that's missing. I don't even know what to describe it. Like a feminine intuition. And I feel like it's hyper present in certain like religious crowds because they're scared yeah. to tap into anything feminine. So. I don't know. I'll have to. I have to say, like I've told my listen, like I've told Shiggy Situation Nation mm-hmm. about my last two relationships. <laughs> I think both of them were very like emotionally mature and intelligent, and I think definitely the second one more than the first. Even mm. like, even though it was a shorter relationship, like he was very intentional the whole time. Mm. He was very mature. He communicated his feelings. Like he wasn't afraid at the beginning to How be old like. Was he though? He was older. How much? He turned 32 while we were dating. Mm-hmm. So, like, four years older than me, which I think was a great age difference. I once went out sort of-ish halfway. <laughs> he moved, like, to after two dates to oh. Florida. But it was actually very... Okay, but the, why did I bring that up? Because he's he was or is 29, I think, and he was actually married before. So I was like, oh, yeah. you've been through the ringer. You know how to communicate. Yeah, so this one was also married before. Mm. And I think, like, sometimes it's a red flag, but I- I've talked about guys yeah. who are divorced on here no, before. No, definitely not like, a red flag. Like, yeah. With him, it was totally not a red flag. And, like, I think it made him more emotionally intelligent. Totally. And, like, he did the work to get over that relationship, and he knew what he wanted, and he was just intentional about intentional about getting what he wanted and he was ready to like actually settle down yeah 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 it just it didn't work it just like wasn't the right fit yeah for me like he's a great great guy totally 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 yeah i have one last story that i think was like so absurd that i was like so shook when it happened i i almost locked it out until i realized it was a great story it's very short it's very, okay. very short, but it's a guy who was in, it was when I was living in Boston, actually. So quite a few years ago, no, maybe like three years ago, two years ago. And, oh, it was two years ago. <laughs> and this guy was an anesthesiologist, you know, like the kind of doctor who like puts people out. Apparently that's like a very rigorous track, or maybe he's just a huge nerd because we went on a date. We called it for, I think, 730. It was a bar near where I lived at the time. And we met up. We had a very a normal time. We had one drink. Like, one drink. And then at 8.50, he says, all right, I got to go to sleep. Mind you, I had nice pants on, a nice shirt. I did my makeup. I put earrings on. I never wear earrings. I, like, I put, I got myself together for this. First, I have one drink, and then for him to say at 8.50, I have to go to sleep. Yeah, what the heck? I was like, wait, right now? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, like, right, like, you're going to go home and brush your teeth and go to sleep? And he was like, yeah, I have to be up at 5 a.m. My biggest qualm was just, why would you schedule a date the night before you have to be up at 5 a.m.? 
Just yeah. like, what's the intention there? <laughs> if you know you have to be asleep by nine, like, I would just rather he have waited to the weekend. So I literally, I called my friend afterwards and I was like, hey, I'm all dressed up. Can we hang out? <laughs> and we did hang out and it was nice. It was good. That was a good friend. I will say I've made a lot of friends on Hinge. I've also like had things that turned into things and things that do not turn into things. But I've made like a shocking number of friends. Like yeah. pe- people that I met, vibed with, and they were like, for whatever reason, I can't date you or I don't want to date you or I'm getting over my five year ex or something like that. Um, and yeah, it just doesn't work out. But we became good friends because we vibed intellectually. I get that. But like, also, I'm kind of at the stage in my life where I have friends. I have enough mm. friends. Yes. And unless you're going to... I feel that. I'm starting unless, to feel that way too. Unless you're going to give me a lot of benefit. And I don't mean like friends with benefits type of benefits. Mm. I mean like unless there is some reason why I should be friends with you, I don't want to be friends. Like these guys that I match with on dating apps, like I just like don't care to be friends with them. Yeah, I hear that. Like, oh my gosh, this one guy, literally 32 years old, mm-hmm. likes me on Hinge. And we're talking and he's like, he's like telling me about his past this was like very early into the conversation Mm. he's like just letting you know i grew up like hasidish Mm. in borough park and like i'm not anymore and i'm just like kind of figuring things out so like like i'm just like right now i'm just looking for like someone to be friends with while i figure things out i'm like sir (laughs) you are 32 years old like, why do you think I want to be your friend while you figure things out? Like, I'm 28. Yeah, I'm it's just like, like time I'm very, place, dude. I'm time very comfortable place. in where I am religiously and who I am as a person. I'm an established person. I have an established career. I like where I am religiously. I think there's always room to grow and change in a little bit when it comes to, like, your religious level. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm very comfortable where I am. I'm not questioning everything i'm not in a weird transitional phase yeah, it sounds like he was looking I'm for like, someone to like hold his hand while he transitions yeah, to the modern world i'm like no i'm not looking for that i'm looking for a husband like i'm ready to have babies <laughs> and like settle down <laughs> like i'm not looking to like be friends with you yeah i had a different guy i also said i wasn't going to talk about this on the podcast because he made a snarky remark when i ended it that like oh can't wait to hear about this on the podcast um yikes he was also like yeah I grew up yeshivish, and now I don't know what I am. And I'm like, okay. But, like, he kept talking to me. And he's like, yeah, if we go on a date or if we hang out as friends. And I'm like, whoa, slow down there, sir. I don't want to hang out with you as friends. Like, we're not friends. Yeah. I have no intention of being your friend. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm getting out of being your friend. He's like, oh, so you want friends with benefits? I'm like, no, that is not what I said. Yeah. Also, like, um... I don't know how to also, say this. Literally, you said not friends. I don't. I don't know how to say this in a PG way. But like, if I was gonna pick a friends with benefits, number one, I would pick a guy who like is close in proximity. This guy like lived in a different neighborhood. Yeah. Like, I would pick a guy within a few blocks if he was just like gonna be a friend with benefits. Also, like, you just told me that you're like figuring out where you are religiously. Um, if you're figuring out where you are religiously, like, I don't think you're that experienced. So, like. Why would I want a friends with benefits who wouldn't like oh super benefit me? I don't know. I think a lot of guys actually, even the ones who are figuring themselves out religiously, are have experience, or a lot of them don't actually. And that's no. a good point. That's a good point. You're right. I hate. Yeah. I mean, like, I had a, everything, I, but and it's like okay. I didn't actually say that to him, but I'm like, why? I'm like, no, I don't want to be friends with you. And then I'm yeah. like, and then I like told him off. But that, and he was the one that said. um can't wait to hear about it on the podcast yeah and That's i'm so like funny i'm like if i have any other stories are you listening to my podcast yeah like whatever dude <laughs> but yeah he's he was yeah he was also like gaslighting me into it and oh, like yikes. he like kept like gaslighting me that i was a crazy one for not wanting to be friends with a guy i matched with on a dating app who like wasn't ready to date i'm like okay if you just want to swipe like stop talking to girls or be like intentional from the beginning like Oh, like, be straight up, like, I'm not looking for like, something. Like, hey, XYZ, I'm just, yeah. like, put it in your profile. Like, hey, I'm just looking for a hookup. Hey, I'm just looking for well, friendship. Well, now Hinge added that feature. Yeah, Hinge added that feature. Mm-hmm. But, like, just, like, say it. Like, yeah. don't, don't like, talk to me for, like, a week or two and then be like, yeah. oh, yeah. I don't so even like- give my number if I'm not vibing with the conversation immediately. 
or I mean, quickly. We're having rather. like decent conversation, and then he's like, he says something. He's like, oh okay, yeah, wait, wait. But here's the thing that you have to look out for and be aware of when you're an extroverted woman. Like, yeah, good it's conversation mean. is not the same. I as, always like, have great conversation. I always have good you know? conversation because exactly. I'm the one. If you I'm have the one to be very it. discerning. You have to be very yeah. discerning. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, you still suck as a human, and I hope you fail <laughs> at your dating journey. Or you figure yourself out and actually, like, learn from this experience. Yeah. See, I don't wish people well. People who cross me, I don't wish them well. Mm. Why? Um, it's a Scorpio thing, I think. Mm. I'm like, you wronged me. So like, you keep scores. You're dead. Um, not with everyone. Mm. Like, with friends, I don't keep score. But, like, I'm very, like, okay, this is how you treat me. Like, I very much mimic... I actually haven't said my dating rules in a while, so maybe I'll, like, say them now. And I apply these to, like, all... Rela- I apply some of these to all relationships, too. So, number one, if he likes you, you'll know. If he doesn't, you'll be confused. Mm-hmm. Number two, if he wants to, he will. Mm-hmm. Number three, only reciprocate. And number four, no chasing. So, number three and number four, I can apply to friendships Wait, also. my favorite thing to say, by the way, on that exact topic. I don't know if it's, like, PG enough, but it's... Whenever people say, like, oh, why don't you make a move? And, like, granted, I, I make moves frequently, okay? I just want to say that. But my favorite line to say is, the sperm chases the egg. Yeah, my th- my whole thing is, if he wants to, he will. Right. I do believe in a degree, like, oftentimes when I get into that logic, I think, like, oh, like, why isn't he reaching out when I want him to reach out? And I think, like, okay, well, why aren't I reaching out? So sometimes yeah, so I like, will. So but there has to be a degree of reciprocation. Sometimes I will, but there has to be some reciprocation. Yeah. And, like, if there's no reciprocation, then I don't want it. Yeah. So, but also that's the if same in friendships. Your needs met, it's okay to end it. Yeah, and that's also the same. I think in friendships, like if some if you're giving way more than you're getting out of a friendship, then consistently. like consistently, consistently, consistently. I don't mean like oh, someone's going through a really hard week, but like if it's the theme of the friendship where you're the one constantly, constantly giving, and the yeah. other person's so needy and not giving you anything in return, so your friendship like there's nothing in it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I'm selfish. There mm-hmm. has to be something in it for me. Always. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not just about to put people on my close friends list who aren't going to I wouldn't call me. that selfish. I mean, it might be the definition of selfish, but I think, like, it literally, like, they say in, in the, on the airplanes that are crashing, they say you got to put your oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on anyone else. Yeah. If you're not breathing, you can't help someone else breathe. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of give and take in different relationships in your life. But, like, you can't, it can't just be all giving. Totally. It also can't just be all taking. You have to give, too. And, like, if I see someone else putting in the same amount of energy that I am, then I'll give that, like, yeah. It's, then that's matched. Also, like, with guys, like, I just it's want amazing. them to initiate first sometimes. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, I don't want to be the one to initiate. I agree. I hear that for the first message. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never send the first message. Sometimes I'll send the first message, but I need them to initiate other things. Like, I don't know. Or like, well, you know, what's interesting. One time when I was living at home and I went on a date, it was like, you know, pandemic time, like when pretty much everyone was living at home and I had driven myself there. And then when I came back home, my mom was like, oh, where were you? And I was like, oh, I was on a date. And she was like, oh, I never would have thought you were on a date because you drove yourself. And I was like, mom, you got to get with the times. Like we like. It's not safe to have, be, have men be picking you up these days. Like, no yeah. one's doing that. Yeah. But I also understand. But also, like, when I've known the person and trusted that they were safe, and then they have picked me up, it's gone a long way. My dad used to show up to every date with flowers and chocolate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I wish I had a guy who did that. It's like I, Although, I did, I did have... I've, I've talked about this so many times. In my past two relationships, like... I mean, I would, my, with my ex, who I dated for longer, I, I would go to him a lot just because schedule-wise, he always drove me home. Mm. He always, like, was very good about that. He, anything I needed, he was like, okay, do you want me to, do you want to stop here? We can go get what you need. He was very generous in that capacity. The other guy who I dated after him always picked me up. Mm. He would literally drive from Long Island to the city to take me back to Long Island and then drove me back to the city only to go back to Long Island. Wow. And, like... How, like, often? Not so often, but, like, we would see each other once or twice a week. And each time? Yeah. That's well, no, no, no. We didn't always go back to Long Island. A lot of times we stayed here, like, mm-hmm. in the city. Um, and we would, like, hang out in my apartment. But, like, one time he drove me home at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
and then had to drive himself home. Yeah. And I'm like, do you want me to stay on the phone with you? Like, <laughs> I, w- I would always wait up. I w- same with my ex also, Mom who had a you. shorter drive from New Jersey. Um, I always waited up for them to tell me that they got home before I, would, like, went to sleep. Mm. And if, like, they- it was really late, I would, like, make them be on the phone with me. Mm-hmm. But, that's cute. That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so. I think that's all my stories. But thank you for this lovely discussion. Yeah. Good to know you. Well, and the before we before we end this episode, Michelle, do you have um, your dating advice to give to Sticky Situation Nation? Uh, I've been thinking about this. I listened to this podcast actually called Just Break Up. It's mm-hmm. a podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. That is literally their <laughs> tagline. <laughs> um, it's by Sierra DeMolder and Sam Blackwell, and I love them. And they talked about this one thing on one of their one of their episodes that was like an interview with someone. But just being radically honest with yourself about what's going on. For example, if you are, like, finding yourself in a situation that's, like, not serving you and you're, like, in it. Because, I mean, that's my pattern for sure. (laughs) Situations that, like, half serve me. And then I'm, like, oh, I'm, like, getting half my needs met. So it's, like, good enough. But, like, it's really not good enough and it's actually draining to me. Or even just, like, if you're not getting what you deserve. It's just, like, waking up every day and being radically honest with yourself about what you're about to do. Be, like, I am about to text a person who has not texted me back in 48 hours. I am about to go hang out with someone who has not texted me in a week or has not like said XYZ or done XYZ thing that I typically look for. And just being radically honest with yourself because eventually your brain will like read that signal and be like, oh, I really don't deserve this. Yeah, that's what happened to me this morning. I'm like, wow, I really don't deserve a boy who doesn't text me after a week. And what? What's he going to ask if he does text me? Right. For another FaceTime? Exactly. Where he's going to scroll on his phone the whole time and I'm setting aside my precious hours? Yeah. No, like, no, no. to be on FaceTime with them? No, no, no. No, thank you. Yeah, so just being, every time you choose to engage in a behavior that is, like, you know, perpetuating a situation that you don't want to be in, just be like, do I, do I really want to perpetuate this situation? And granted, I know sometimes you just have to, like, do the thing and get it out of your system and, like, get past whatever dating experience you're in. But, like, yeah, I found that that has really helped me. Helped me end this thing that I ended recently, and it guides me in my future dates, I feel like. Being able to be like, do I really actually want to go on a second, third, whatever date with this person? Did I actually enjoy myself or did I just like, was mm-hmm. I just capable of making conversation? Yeah. yeah. So I, I agree like, with that. Yeah. Okay, so I, I like that. The world. Thank you. I Thanks like to that. Sam and Sierra of Just Break Up Podcast. Yeah. I, I really like that because lately I've been doing that also. I'm like, no, I didn't like him. I don't want to go on a second date. And it strengthens your relationship with yourself. Yeah, when you know your worth and you're like, no, just because I had a decent time doesn't mean I need to see him again. Right, because are you looking for a decent relationship? No, I'm looking for, like... And, like, it's also funny because every single one of my friends, most of my friends are married. Yeah. Or in, like... Well, okay, a lot of my newer friends are just hopelessly single like I am, but, like, most of my, like, very good friends are married. And... All, like, some of them had rockier starts to their relationships than others, mm. but, like, most of them, like, were smitten from the beginning. Like, That's my one wow. of my very close friends who's married, she's expecting her first baby, mm. like, she, I remember her telling me about her, like, first dates with her now husband. She was obsessed with him. Mm. And, like, he loved her so much also, and, like, you can see how much he loves her, and, like, I don't know if he was as obsessed as she was at the beginning, but, like, Mm -hmm. she knew from the beginning. She's like, this is it. Or, like, another good friend of mine, she isn't married yet, so, like, I'm not, Bliai and Hara, I'm not trying to, like, jinx her relationship because I want her to be happy. But, like, I was actually talking to her today, and she she met her boyfriend, and, like, also, she's like, yeah, I just knew, like, right away. And, like, these other friends, like, they just know. One of my good friends, actually, she dated her now husband, and then they broke up a couple times. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, it was mostly, like, due to, like, distance-related things. But it was funny. At her wedding, his mom gave a speech. And she's like, yeah, when they broke up, because they had a longer period breakup one mm-hmm. time because he moved across the country. Oh. And she was like, yeah, he called me, and he's like, it's okay. I'm going to marry her one day. Oh and, like, God. you know what? They're married. So, like, I'm just I mean, waiting that for that, like... unique situation. I'm just like, waiting. Wow, I'm beautiful. waiting to, like, feel that wow. Like, I'm tired of, like, going on dates and being like, yeah, he was okay. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for that date where it's, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think one other piece of dating advice that I would give, actually, is that people forget 
it's just like remembering that everyone you're engaging with is also a messy human and like when I'm like really down in the dumps and I'm like oh my god like how could this person treat me like this how could I let this person treat me like this just like when I'm able to have one of those sobering moments where I take a step back and be like okay this is a person who was probably taught a lot of like propaganda about societal norms and what it means to date what it means to be a boyfriend what it means to like move through this world as a man and like I think that most of them are bad for xyz reasons and yet like they're human and like we're all messy imperfect humans it has been sobering yeah because we really are all messy imperfect humans that's yeah, nobody's it. perfect you should have standards and like not yes. accept the bare minimum yeah I that's agree. it like you don't have to be the person that entertains someone who's still figuring themselves out no but like i mean it's okay to still be figuring yourself out right just like take that time and figure yourself out don't yeah. don't drag someone along with you yeah just don't make them your mother like yeah you know, don't make them your like emotional support bag yeah, yeah. but yeah i think you're very capable of having a strong healthy relationship and i think so too and i think it'll come when the time is right amen in the meantime sticky situations sticky situations okay michelle one last thing before we wrap up um what is your real housewife tagline okay truthfully i have no clue what that question means can you like i tried to look up examples and i didn't totally understand oh it's just like a little personal tagline I'll, I'll share my tagline because I haven't said it. Oh, I know yes. I can't remember if I've said it in a while or not. Mm-hmm. Mine is reality te- reality television is my true calling. But until I get there, I have this podcast. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, I would say, can I steal something that's on my on sure my, used to be on one of my profiles? Sure. Okay, it was it was okay. The asthma is chronic, but the the ASS is iconic. <laughs> I stole it from someone who had the mucus is chronic and then I was like wait but I don't have chronic mucus but I do have chronic asthma that's great I like it yeah it sparked some really good conversation most recently someone said something really weird like being like the blank is moronic but the blank is and I was like that was just a bad attempt but I kept it going that's so funny yeah I like it thank you feel free to steal it <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have anything chronic though I don't know Any, like, but it's the, okay the sleepless the sleepiness is chronic the I'm always tired, but like I just yeah. run at like full force, like mm-hmm. all one the time. So that's why I'm always tired. Totally. But um, but yeah. Oh, so thank you, Michelle, so much for coming on. This mm. has been a real pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pleasure. so I'm so excited that we made this happen. Me too. Um, and I just have one quick announcement for Sticky Situation Nation. I meant to say this at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be my last episode until after the Jewish holidays are over. So. Don't fear, I will be back. I'm coming back bigger and better than ever with a great lineup of guests, but this will be the last episode released until after the Jewish holidays are over. So watch out for a new episodes sometime like mid to late October mm-hmm. after the Jewish holidays end. So not sure exactly which date I'll release my next episode, but just stay tuned and don't fear. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like us on social, Reach out to me if you want to date one of my guests or me, or if you want to be a guest on my podcast. I'm always looking for new guests. Thank you again to Michelle. This has been lovely. Mm. And Sticky Situation Nation, I hope all my Jews out there have a happy, healthy, sweet new year. Yes. Hopefully, Amen. we have good dates. Make sure to eat a date on Rosh Hashanah. Oh, yeah. Let that be your like, new fruit. Like, for, like, sweet dates, good dates, lots of dates. Eat eat a bunch of dates for lots of dates and i hope they're good dates even though here on sticky situations we like to talk about the bad dates but i hope you have some good dates as well and like maybe it'll be a sweet year hopefully there will be a lot of stories hopefully there will be good stories but like stories nonetheless so everyone happy happy healthy sweet new year and can't wait to uh catch you after the holidays Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for having me.